Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network, home of comedy, <laughs> culture, Adventures and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Sick. Sick is a 2022 American slasher film directed by John Hames and written by Kevin Williamson and Catelyn Crabb. In the midst of a pandemic, college student Parker and her best friend Miri decide to self-quarantine at her family's lake house, where they will be alone, or so they think. Do you know the best thing about this movie is, boys? Mm. I'm just going to say three numbers to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. One hour, 23 minutes. Oh, Oh, that's the good stuff. Oh, I love it. We do get a lot of that in in the horror field. Kev, it's fantastic. it's perfect. Big Kev. Big, big Kev's Kev back. Boyfriend. He's big making Kev. movies sub 100. Who am I thinking of? Big mm. Kev. Is there, is there a Big Kev yeah, in Australia? He's <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Big Kev is. Who I'm is Big he? Kev and I'm excited. He sold cleaning couches? products. Cleaning products. He used to have a big Australian. <laughs> this is a very nice deep cut of some Australiana. Some yeah. culture. What was his company? Uh, big Kev. Um, it was called Big Kev. And so he was like a cleaning product guy who and did so like infomercials, TV. yeah. And his whole his catchphrase was "I'm Big Kev and I'm excited." And then he died remember. of a heart attack. No, he didn't. He absolutely. <laughs> oh did. shit! Too I was going to make that joke yeah. just now. His whole thing okay. was he had like he wore like a like a silk like you know Gary Hall Jr. the the American swimmer who used to wear like the silk dressing gown right. with American yes. flag on it. Yes. Yeah. Like Apollo Creed style. Was it yeah. like a Silk Australian, silk Australian shirt? Yeah, yeah, it was so it was so camp. I remember the catchphrase. If you ever now. want to scream racist, just wear a fucking yeah, silk. Yeah, but it was so bizarre. It was like shirt. it was like his his whole thing was um was cleaning products, like mold remover and right. like bleach. But yeah. Jeez, he really reached you, didn't he? Oh I just it's one of those you know those like weird there's weird things I think in every country will have them and Australian mm. listeners might relate to this, but every Country has like a weird it's got cultural the, thing. I'm crazy and I'm selling things at a crazy price. Yeah. It's just our version of that. Those yeah. kind of crazy yeah. things. But even like, I feel like Frank Walker. Frank Walker. Frank Walker from yeah. National Tiles. Yeah. We're doing you a lot of work, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Give us some money. Um, <laughs> but you know how, even in regional towns, mm. you guys both grew up in a country town. Oh, dude. Yes. Who were Chris and Mari? <laughs> Chris and Murray, they got a divorce. They had the plants. They had the nursery. Wombat yeah, Valley and Emerald. Oh wow! <laughs> Advertising's fucked. Yeah, they got yeah. they split up. I think Chris. That's insane. Chris, uh, he was going to someone else's wombat gully. Oh, oh he's finding another gully to yeah. dig his little nose into. Yeah, he's, he's wombatting somebody else's gully. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you say that about the country because yeah, I guess we're all. I think we're all not metro enough, but like. Yeah. Because I've got a big family, our cousins would come and like 
will just be popping the TV on. Obviously, yep. this is pre long before Netflix different days. Ads, I think yes, this is what much, I'm about to say. Much different ads, and yeah. they would lose their minds because they're like. Why do all these people who run small businesses think they have to be in the ad? Like, <laughs> they're terrible actors. What are they? Get out of the ad, yeah. guy. This is what I mean. Like, small towns have, like, entirely different network. So, they have different ads yeah. and they become... Ing- so, you would have jingles and ads and things that you'd be right, like, oh, remember, remember Dave's outdoor furniture that, <laughs> right. that Sean and I wouldn't have because we didn't have that yeah, yeah. TV well, show. Sean and I might. might. Well, oh, you guys might have that, actually. Out yeah. in your area, did yep. you have Channel 9? We did, yes. So you would have had Win, yeah, Win, right? yeah, 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 and Prime. But we had but I feel access. Like I had both. We had, yeah, oh, we, we had. Didn't know. Okay. We had both. You could At watch some Win stage, and Prime. I think I had both because I definitely oh, would have had City Boy on. over oh, here. Okay, yeah. oh, hello, you with me? <laughs> We're close enough to Melbourne to be Metro. Yeah, um, I even think if you went down the coast, you got it. It was more inland, like yeah. Ballarat, Bendigo, Taralgon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, just those like the weird ones. And there's an ad burnt into my memory that's not even from. My town, it's it's. We used to go to Adelaide a lot for like yeah. holidays, and there was an ad for a company called A and R Computers, which mm. is the same thing with a guy clearly who owns the company is in the ads, yeah. and the ad is him trying to remember the name of his company because the joke is he just keeps going A and R, A and R, A and R Computers, and that's oh, the ad, shit. and it's but it's it's here. Anyone from South Australia listening, you're welcome. <laughs> in Metro, Thomas, did you get? Pick apart ads. Oh, pick apart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who a guy at school used to call Nick apart because you just go in, chuck it in your pockets, so you walk out. With the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pick apart, pick apart. Yeah. What a weird. Everything's cheap. Everything's cheap, especially if you're five finger discount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, ads they're just gone. Yeah. They're not gone. They're still out there. But like, just the way we consume stuff now yeah, is like yeah. the only TV I imagine any of us actually watches footy, like sport. Yeah. yeah. So Australia's got a Taskmaster now. Okay. So oh, I've been right. watching that, and oh. that's on free to air. Okay. Oh, There's right. the occasional show. Yeah, it's just footy. But even then, I often will watch footy through KO, which is a streaming service, right. which True. means you're watching it on the non-ad channel. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, how good was Sick? <laughs> Big Kev. Big, Big Kev, Kev Williamson. Yeah. Uh, he's back. So, so we, we started watching this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you guys were like, why did you pick this, Sean? And I was like, I'm trying to remember why. I think was yeah. people in the horror Twitter community were talking about it. Right. And then, Great. Tom, you probably, the IMDb detective probably looked oh, it up. Oh, yeah. I feel like, I think he might have even called it beforehand because it starts off That's so idiot. much like Scream. Someone gets a, it's a text message instead of a phone call by someone being creepy and all the rest party. of it. And, and we see some, like the opening is basically the opening. This is pandemic Scream. This is like, yeah. the guy gets killed very quickly. We think yeah. he's our main character. No, it's a, it's a fake out. He gets murdered. It's really just to introduce the killer. And then you're like, this is screaming of Scream. And then I think you said something along those lines. And then very quickly afterwards, we had the credits come up that said yeah. Kevin Williamson. Like, yeah. And that's, oh, and that that's where I'd, it, I'd seen that on Twitter that it was Kevin Williamson. And I was like, oh, we have to do that then because it's guaranteed to be interesting and mm. nothing else. And it was fucking good. It was great. Here's the We've, we've talked about this, thing on this show a lot, but it's like, I feel like with horror in particular, you get people who love the genre mm. and because they love the genre, it's in everything they do. Yeah. So even like a mediocre horror film is still made with, with care, I feel. Yeah. Like you can still feel that because the person who's made it loves the genre and wants to be part of- Hell yeah. The, yeah, no, you know, I, I, I want to be part of King and, and Kev and, right. yeah. and, you know, Carpenter and these these big names. Yeah. I feel like they're kind of aware that there is like this, this whole long history they're trying to pay homage to rather than sort of maybe- more like I'm thinking of like short film art house students are coming like no I'm just trying to like shock or I'm trying to pull something from my heart or like a bit yeah. more dramatic in there where it's more internal it's more thinking about themselves where I think horror writer and directors are always thinking about the audience first I, yeah I, and look that may be true for other Great films point. but Cheers I love man. that 
I think you're right, man. Mm. And I think Kevin loves horror. The directors of the film, like the entire filmmaking team in this, clearly is like, we love horror. And the thing about horror that's great is it's like, this is not a complicated movie. It's <laughs> yeah. Very simple. Sub-90. Sub-90. It's also cast. the best movie exploring COVID ever. I don't think you're going to get a better one. <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch that many Yeah, well, that's something No, else, no, but, yeah. I, you know, me neither. Mm. But I feel like there's going to be- they're, they're, We're going to start seeing- more of them? I, well, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I think there's we're going to see more movies which are just basically sort of showing the experience. And for me personally, I'm like, well, I lived through that experience. Mm. You might do it to a point where I'm like, yeah, you've nailed it, but that's not hard it's not enjoyable. to do. It's not, yeah, it's not particularly <laughs> no. enjoyable. Well, this plays on that a bit. Like, they have the drinking game where they're like, every time they say Fauci, have a drink, that sort of thing. You know, these little touches, which like added a bit in the sense that you're like, oh, yep, this is definitely a COVID movie. I don't know if it added too much to the well, overall it's, story. It's intrinsic to the plot. But it is intrinsic to the plot. So, At yeah. At a certain point. But yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those things where you don't realize, you're like, oh, this is just set. I thought initially, oh, it's just set now because I was like, oh, Everyone's isolated, cool, mm. and everyone has to wear a mask. Great. No, no, not that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are nice points, but that wasn't yeah. why. Right, but I thought the mask thing, because like, it starts off in the supermarket with that original guy who gets murdered, and I thought, oh, that's a great call. Someone's realised we're all wearing masks. How could you ever know who the killer is? I thought that's a really nice touch. And I guess it kind of was for that scene where he gets the text message, he gets the photo of himself, and he turns around, and yeah, everyone's kind of faceless because we're all wearing masks. Yeah. But then they move to the country, and there's no, like, masks don't need to be a thing anymore. I love that mask element, and it's something I, I, I don't always love the Halloween movies that we've watched, mm. but I love that aspect of, because it's on Halloween night, yeah. everyone's in costumes. Yes. Yeah. So you can walk around looking like a fucking a killer, and it's like <laughs> yeah, no one yeah. will blink an eye. Yeah. So it is yeah. cool to introduce that to this world. And you're right, it is something that we experienced, particularly here in Melbourne. We right. Were, you know, yeah. Fucking wearing masks every time we left the house sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. When we were allowed to. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What would be our drinking? Ours would be Dan Andrews saying everybody right to go, right? That yeah. would be the, you'd be <laughs> Probably, smashed yeah. by 10 a.m. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Dan Andrews wearing that jacket. The, <laughs> the, well, it was always if he was in a suit, it was bad. And if it was North Face, if it was the sport mm, yeah, jacket, yeah. Yeah. you're in for good news. He should have just mixed it up and like worn the sports face jacket. Everyone got excited. And it's like, we're killing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Murders across the board. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, that's so good because they're not listening, like, there's a disconnect. But no, a very clever way to sort of make a movie that's really simple and mm. relatable because everyone went through that experience. And then I was like, I wonder what angle they're going to take. They take the best possible angle. Yeah. What if yeah. a bunch, because this is the thing that happened in COVID is you had two people. Mm. You had normal people and then you had two other groups of people. Right. You had people who were like, if you put a mask on me, I will kill you. Yeah. And then you had the people over here being like, if you complain about lockdown, I'll kill you. Right. It's like you can you can do two things. You can be like, this is the best thing for the community, and also I wish I was outside with my friends. Right. And I liked that they were like, what if we took it to the extreme degree? And that group of people were like, I'm gonna kill you. I will. I will kill you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Great premise. Yeah. Instantly understand the motivation behind why they do things when it's eventually revealed. But mm. but I guess that's the other thing too is that we spent ages before you learn. Like you learn that in the last fifteen minutes. Yeah. So because it takes so long to get to it, does the rest of it sort of carry it along for you enough? Because for oh, me, it did. yeah, absolutely. It's, it's yeah. part of it's because it's so it's brief. Really. Yes. Yeah. You get you have that initial psycho crazy scene. Yeah. Yep. And then you. It is a sort of slow build-up, but mm. the, the runtime-wise, it's not. Like, it doesn't feel like it drags. No, like, I, I would actually say that the setup's relative, especially, like, we have that first opening sort of teaser thing, and then the setup's pretty quick, I would say, because we've got her basically saying, like, taking a photo, yeah, I'm going to the country. Friend jumps in, they go there, and then there's, like, 
a bit of COVID chat, basically. And then the boyfriend DJ shows up and they play that for a bit of, oh, is this horror? Yep. Yep. And then we have like a couple of scenes of them like getting stoned, dancing in the basement. And then we're just into it. Like yep. we kind of got, all right, here are all our characters. Here's how they kind of know each other. All right. Uh, they did have a bit of fun to show that it's not just like all horror. Yes. They, they're kind of trying to make the most of it sort of thing. Mm. And then we get into the horror stuff, which, you know, sub 90, you kind of have to. That basement. I wish they'd done something with yes, the basement. It yes. such a weird thing I feel like such do. a setup, especially tripping down in the basement. You're yeah. like, all right, maybe you got a scene later where they're tripping. They're back in the basement, but everything's gone wrong. This is a bad trip sort of yeah. thing. They're just real wasted. Never really. played on it. They, uh, watching it. It's like, well, they should have gone down there instead of going up to the attic at the end, which yes. is a room that we haven't seen in the movie yet. Yeah. Kind of added nothing really i agree there's nothing yeah. new in there that like kicked anything along she just sort of climbed out a window well yeah no but if you don't go to the attic old mate doesn't fall yeah but the basement yeah give me some basement actually. i think at the end you need the basement yeah it's like it's just that thing of where you can obviously it's like chekhov's basement yeah you want everything to come full circle <laughs> no no so no, no, it doesn't no. Have it, was, meaning. it was chekhov's deer head i thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah i, I yeah I, I get the vibe of that but I, but again if they go down to the basement then they've got to come out of the basement and then mm. it's a different film oh yeah you would have to have restructured it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I just think it's weird to to bring it in and then to just not revisit it again. Well, they, mm. the the big set piece that I think they paid off beautifully a second time was the lake and the barge. Yeah, mm. like yeah. so they're playing on it and it's yeah, fun. Yeah, that was great. And then she escapes out on the lake, and you're like, you're a genius. Yeah. And then she gets Jaws. Yeah, yeah. It's there's there's a lot well, of great it's, it's, little it's, set pieces in this. Is it Jaws or is it Jason? Oh, it's both. It's very like Friday the Thirteenth. Yes, that, in that respect, it is really Friday the Thirteenth. Like, yeah, you reach a certain point in the movie where it's just like, oh fuck, Friday the Thirteenth. It's a hundred percent. So there's a there's a fun fact for you guys. So oh, basically, the parents. Yeah, we do get their names. I, I like very quickly. It's while all the chaos is happening. Yeah, but they're Pamela and Jason. Yeah, Pamela is oh. Jason's mum's uh, name. Pamela Voorhees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Voorhees. And she's dressed very similar. She's yeah. in like a cardigan. It's, it's wearing its influences right on its sleeve. Yeah. She doesn't seem like a threat. They trust her and then she immediately betrays them. Yeah. It was a very funny thing for you and I, Tom, because this woman pulls up and like oh. she's going through the, the sort of the COVID stuff where she's yes. like, oh, and, yes. know, where's your mask and all that. It's that like, was oh very my God, funny. Open the door. And then it took forever. And then Tom and I, right at the moment where she gets revealed yeah. as like a baddie, Tom and I are like, fuck, we, we know that actor. <laughs> 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 From Hung. Yes. <laughs> As Thomas Jane. Yeah, Tom Jane. Tom Jane and his big dick big, Jane. Big dick Jane. Why have we never made the connection? We've done so much Thomas Jane on this and we've yeah. never talked about Hung. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> big a movie a TV show where the premise is what if a man had huge dong? Yeah. That's the show. That's the core. And used tenet. it to his advantage. Right? Yeah. It's a perilous world out there. Pamela from Sick was his pimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It's a good show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, is it? it. Uh, I never finished it, so maybe that answers that. <laughs> yeah. I liked some of the bits that I saw. I think I just really like Tom Jane. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's been in some actor. terrible things, but he's, there is something likable about him. Perfect actor. Perfect's a bad word to use. <laughs> where within the space of a scene, he can be like Academy Award winning right, level yeah. and then just be horrendously <laughs> shit. Yeah, over the top or it's, whatever. Yeah. yeah. We saw that. In the mist. I thought you were about to tell me that he's believable as having a huge dick. <laughs> Thomas Jane has big dick energy and like the vibes he gives like, yeah, that man's well hung. <laughs> that guy's slopping it around. I hope he is. Yeah, I hope so too. So yeah. I've never seen Hung. Yeah. Do you see Pete on screen? I don't think you do. No. It's- How can you have a show called Hung and not show? I think it's all about. <sighs> That's the main character. Reaction shots of people's faces when he drops his pants. Yeah, yeah. no. Not- I want to see I my reaction. Wrong, though. I can't remember. I, I think I would remember if thing. I saw that. 
They would have to go prosthetic dong, I think. Unless just for the, the way they talk about the dong in this. It's right. like it's got to be the biggest thing in the world. Dragging on gravel. Like, <laughs> it's real dirt jiggler in uh, Boogie Nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just huge dick. Right. And you see that at the end of the movie. Yeah. That's the funniest final I think you see, shot. I think you so see good. a lot of boobs and hung, but right. no dick, which is ridiculous. And frankly, it should have got cancelled. That's an inadequacy. Maybe it's you're right. It. Yeah. yeah. Is it out there anymore? <laughs> No, anyone not. watching it? No. no one's even talking about it. We no. forgot that we saw it. The only reason we we're talking about the actress. it, we forgot the actress because, <laughs> and we only remember because we're watching a superior product. That's stick. true. Yeah. So uh, Kevin Williamson. Just before we move along from him, I also think he does. Uh, obviously, he does horror and slashes very well. He does teenagers very well. Like I don't know, he must be an old dude now. But like, yeah. like obviously for Scream initially, especially, it's all about teenagers. This one is very much teenager based. But then his his other work is like Dawson's Creek, Vampire Diaries, Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Like he's entrenched in it, and, and he it gets works. the angst, man. Yes, yeah, he exactly right. He understands what's like to not be on a stool. I love the idea that he's like what a sixty-something-year-old man, and he's just got this teenage angst. Still, <laughs> sixty? Can he? I don't know. Hey, how long ago did Scream come out? I reckon Kev's in his fifties. All right. I'm going to say 60s. I'll say early 60s. Kev. Mid 50s for me. This is oh, where we I need should, an I should search Kevin. We need an IMDb detective like sound. Jingle. We need a, a jingle, jingle claim. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we need so a jingle like, like from a, a terrible in country. In my head, I was thinking of like a 60 minutes clock. Oh, like, okay. No, no the I am the detective. <laughs> <laughs> and a few That's like a, puffs of the. the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Okay. How old? Okay. What did you say? I, th- I reckon mid fifties. Mid fifties. Yeah, I'll go. I wouldn't be shocked if it was fifty three. That's that's your number. I'm gonna go fifty three. Fifty three. I'm gonna go add ten. I'm gonna go sixty three. Sixty three. Right, so I'm gonna do some math to work out who's closest. Oh, fucking hell. It's a bit challenge for okay. you. Okay. Oh, you know what? You're, you're actually you've gone smack bang How inside. He's fifty eight. Oh, wow. Five and five. All minutes. right. All right. So right. he's shake the, hands. Shake hands. Do you want to know a fun go. fact right. about? I give that win to Damo because I was. That's nearly sixty. I give yeah. that to Damo. Cheers, man. Cheers. I think he's the same age as my mum. Okay. I think. I think Kevin Williamson was born the same year as my How many mom. slasher movies has she made? None. All she's yeah, done is make you. This is oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm the only psycho she produced. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, the writing's tight because, and I think that's the thing, is it like writing teenagers in such a short time frame, mm. it could, because every teenager is a little bit insufferable. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't make them too insufferable because then you're like, I just want them to die. And yeah. the key thing is sick is you don't want them to die, even though, you learn later. Mm. What, what's actually nice is that they've written so well and relatable that even though you learn that they did do the wrong thing, yeah. you're still on their side. Mm. Because also, you shouldn't be murdered for breaking a rule. Yeah, no, that's obviously that's not how. The top. Yeah. There's a, a very funny tweet that was going around during COVID that I saw, which was in Australia, every Australian has two sets of rules in their head. <laughs> right. They have a list of little rules that I am allowed to break. <laughs> and then the other list of rules is if you break those rules, I'll you need you. to be super murdered for it. <laughs> right. There is a lot of overlap between the two lists. Oh, hell yeah. Yes, there is. Yeah, that's a great call. But yeah, a good example of that is DJ. Because when we first see DJ, I'm like, can't wait for fucking DJ to cop it. This guy's a douchebag. Mm. And then there's a point, like, it's when the mur- when the murderers come into the house, they're stealing yeah. everyone's phone. And then it's a it's a bit of a cop out where DJ's like, grabs her. And you're like, oh, it's just DJ. But he's like, there's someone in the house. You need to get Miri. You got to get out of here. And yeah. he like, he starts to actually be not a dickhead. And he's like playing it smart. He's being a bit protective, all the rest of it. I'm like, prior to that, though, you've seen he's got a, a big heart underneath. He does have a big old heart in that yeah. douchebag. And it's been broken. <laughs> and it has been broken. So, really, he could have just fucked off. He could have. Yeah, yeah. And also, he's gone, you get to safety. I'll go and find your friend who yeah. fucking hates me and doesn't want me right, anyway. Right. So, DJ. Maybe he's okay. Five stars. From five DJ. stars for DJ. <laughs> Just well, for it's, DJ. It's, no, because again, it's that. It's that. It's Tom's that. so hungry to hand out five stars. He's doing it per character now. <laughs> it's that classic. How many stars that- for Kevin Williamson? Ten. 
Ooh, Ooh. Sean. Wow. He's got a string of hits. That's true. You know what? Some might say, Kevin Williamson, he's on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's like it's, it's that thing of though, like, again, that's Williamson doing what he does, subverting stuff and yeah. even paying homage to Friday the 13th, which mm. it very clearly is, that, uh, that original subversion where the killer was was a woman. Yeah, yeah. And so doing that again where the main villain mm. is, is a woman, it's this meek, mild-mannered woman and the reason she's doing it is a nice twist. But even within the final girls and DJ themselves, like DJ in, an, in a cliched slasher mm. is horny, he wants to fuck. Yes. That's all yeah. he's there for and then he dies. DJ didn't actually come for that. He actually no. came because he like saw that she kissed this guy and he felt confused and he's sad. And came for love. DJ came, came for, love. for love. They have that really nice conversation. And then when she goes into Miri's room, Miri's like, you kind of suck. Yeah, Like, yeah. I'm actually, on, I'm team DJ. Right. Even though I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I am a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. And again, for a sub-90 movie with a very small cast- and that most of it is really just slasher stuff. To sneak that in, that's pretty good, I reckon. Yeah. You said this while watching this movie, Sean, mm. that a slasher is the most fun you can watch with a group of friends. I was going to call it an epiphany, but it's not an original thought. I think a lot of people <laughs> probably think that, and that's why horror no, no, and but, slashers but Sean, are fun and exciting. But yeah. I, I do It's original that. to you. For me, yeah, yeah. It's probably the first time I'd really thought about it because we were watching it, the three of us, but with our partners as yeah. well. And I was like, slasher is so good. And I also thought it... You know, we watched another film mm. that wasn't a slasher, and I was like, I kind of, I had that feeling like, I wish we were watching a slasher. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's actually really fun because characters make really active choices, mm. and you can kind of put yourself in that environment for the most part, particularly with this, you can. Yeah. And, you know, characters do dumb things, and I don't know, some movies it's more acceptable to be talking over. Yes. Yeah. We would watch a perhaps a more serious, if we're watching a Del Toro horror, oh, yeah. We're taking in that story. Yeah. We're working hard to try and think about all the things that we're seeing. But with mm. a slasher, it's like, oh, we, it's okay to fucking be like, hey, they're dumb and talk about it. And right, right. About it. And and that's slashers are great. They're really yeah, fucking great. Yeah. And this one was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think that's like, slashers are like the backbone of the framing device of this show, mm. which is, were you scared in the slasher? Mm. Where a character's dumb? Yeah. What yeah. would we do? <laughs> yeah. That right. is, that, they every are time perfect. you watch a slasher, yes. that's what it that's is. That's what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, Sometimes there cool. are horror movies we'd really love to watch, but it's kind of like, it's not really a scaredy boys mm. sort of. And we watch them and well, then we we'll get do to them the anyway, questions and we go, we don't have any. <laughs> yeah, 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 the slasher is like the, the perfect example of, of what the show is. Probably. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you this then. Were we scared? Yeah. Some spooky moments. Yeah. 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 Does that great thing of showing a lot of empty spaces, yeah. sometimes with nothing yeah. in it, sometimes with a killer in it, right. leaving doors open, leaving doors, a, a lot of a lot of those classic slasher things, but even mm. horror things where we are so far ahead of the characters yeah. in terms of what we know. Yeah terrifying and it's that thing where it kind of uses and again it's not like not overly clever but it's using that thing where expectation for horror watchers as in well i know something's coming yeah you do so we're just going to hold it off a little bit longer and keep you in that moment of oh can we get it over and done with already sort of thing yeah does that pretty well like even the opening scene with um the guy who gets killed in his apartment you kind of like is this going to go all the way and so like you kind of you don't know how extreme this is going to be and where what my anticipation or expectation should be. And then it just fucking goes for it. And so you're like, fuck, all right, we're into it now. This is this is an unstoppable train sort of thing. Yeah. It is scary because <laughs> I had a baseball bat near me <laughs> yeah, in the vicinity. Did. And yeah. so it's hard to have that and watch this and just be like constantly. Slasher is the perfect one to be like, pick up a fucking weapon. Yes. Like always, of all yeah. the horror films we watch, a slasher is because it's normally like in a home environment. Yeah. So you're like, I've got a home. I know there's a kitchen, there's yep. knives, there's this, there's that. Pick these things up. It's a home environment. It's pretty much always a uh, an antagonist where a baseball bat will actually work in your favour. Some supernatural shit, that's not going to do anything yeah. for the most part. I'll oh, still give it a go. You give it a crack, hit a ghost with a baseball bat. Give it a yeah. good red hot crack and you should. Yeah. But in this one, you're like, no, this is actually going to help a lot. Yeah. So I agree on that. And then I, I also think the the costumes for the, the murderers weren't that scary. It was just sort of like all black jumpsuits or thing. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. They didn't go for something a bit more iconic. Obviously, Scream has the mask on the rest of it. But the ruthlessness and the the way they just sort of kept coming and kept coming and kept coming at them, I was like, fuck, that's a bit yeah, there full was, on. There was an efficiency to them that mm. you don't often get in like Scream, no. where sometimes there's a bit of silliness to whoever's wearing the mask. Yes. Not always, but yeah, sometimes yeah, there yeah. is a, a dipshit, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. as in the first one. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, hectic. I think it's also for this- the choice not to make them a iconic horror kind of character. They're just mm. regular people pushed too far, yeah. going through a very terrible time in the worst possible way. Yeah. At that point, that's great because part of me is like, from a costume design point of view, it's mm. like, Try a bit harder, right? But for the characters, it's like no, no, it's not all. It's not about that at all. It's no. just, just cover your face and let's do yeah, the job. And that they're we not want. in yeah. it for theater; they're in yeah. it for vengeance. Yes. Yeah, there is no theatricality yeah. to it. It's just we're here to yeah. make the point that we're trying to make. And like you on, on that front, that's very scary. They're yeah. so ruthless, they're so relentless. They got one goal and unhinged and crazy and unhinged and crazy. Oh, can't yeah. be reasoned. With. Cannot no. be reasoned with. No, um, it's yeah. also very funny when the I think it's the dad one mm. takes the mask off, and we were all like, oh. A lot older. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just from the little bit we could see of his face, yeah. we just assumed like someone who's like 25. Right. And he's yeah. obviously a bit- fit. It's just he's a funny right. moment, a tense moment in the movie to all be like, whoa, oh, look at you. Jeez, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this silver fox, what yeah. the hell? But no, I, and I did have a few Charlie cuddles. Your your little pup was obviously with oh, yeah. as well. So I got a few Charlie cuddles in there. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think there were no dogs in this film. No, so he was all right. Love that. Yeah. I've got to say, <laughs> love it. He can be a maniac. <laughs> you announced at some point when we we're watching these movies, there was a dog in something and you were like, no, he's going to be good. 
I'm, yes. I'm going to be able to watch Togo, a movie that you yeah. love that features yeah. a dog. I love Togo. And then I think another night we watched a movie with the most minute amount of dog lost his fucking mind. It was crazy because whatever the- I can't remember what movie we were watching, but there was a lot of dog mm. barking, growling, and I was like, how is he so chill right yeah. now? Maybe he was yeah. cuddling you, no, yeah. I don't know. And then, yeah, the tiniest little whimper of a dog. and that You know, like a lot of movies have like- you'll have a, you'll, If it's in a neighborhood, mm. they'll just add a sound effect of a dog barking yeah. in the yeah. background. Lost his shit. Went yeah. crazy. He's not ready for Togo. <laughs> no. Bad Sean, boy. He might never be ready for Togo. Oh. I'll never watch it again. Headphones <laughs> don't exist. <laughs> it's just so funny because he just, in his little dog brain, he can't figure out where it is. Yeah. So often he'll run, he'll try and go behind the TV. Right. Because he'll be right. like, where, where's this fucker hiding? Uh, dummy. Oh, kitty. <laughs> All right. Did our characters act wisely or foolishly? I think well, they're pretty good, aren't they? Once, once yeah. they know there's a threat, they actually, they make good choices, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there was a moment where I was about to be like, fuck's sake, weapon. And then as I was saying it, grabs a weapon. Grabs and I was a like, weapon. Oh. They kept weaponing up at every turn. It was I think there were a few moments, maybe it was just one moment, mm. where they got a good hit in and then didn't do the follow-up yes. hits. Yeah, it was the, yeah, the cardinal sin. At the very, at, like, at the, in that last fight. But they had done it They previously. got her down yeah. before they set her on fire. Yeah. They'd hit her and I'm like, now nah, <laughs> you got to finish so the job. Funny. Yeah. She's going to come back. And she right. did. But then, it, here's the thing. If they didn't commit the cardinal sin, she never would have been set on fire. And that was so good. That was very This satisfying. movie, like the, the running on fire at the end yeah, is so yeah. funny. Did you just guys just think of the ballad of Ricky Bobby <laughs> when he's at Talladega Nights, when he's running around and he thinks he's on fire? Flailing. It just looked, it just looked silly. Yeah. This movie could have been psycho though. When the cops pulled up, yeah. the scene they're looking at is woman on fire. Yeah. Who's that person? Bang! They could yeah, have done it. yeah, they just could have, they could have done yeah. it, and I would have hated Big Kev for it. Yeah, yeah I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, I There's not a version excited. out there where that happens, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> probably. They'd be like, "Where's your mask? Bang, yeah. bang, bang!" Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think they split up, but in clever ways. Yeah, it was like I'm gonna go get help. Yeah, even DJ being like, "Go to the car so there's less of us in here." Yeah, I'll get yeah. You. Like they they were communicating and working pretty well. Yeah, even when um, Miri come falls down, and she's still alive. Yeah, she's crazy. Like, I've got to leave you, but you need to pretend that you're dead. And off they go, like, whoa, that's huge, but, like, good call. Good call. She's clever in the woods. She goes to the neighbor. She convinces him, unfortunately. Yes. He gets ganked. Yeah. <laughs> like, all, like they make good decisions. The, the barge decision to jump out yeah, on the lake. Yeah, yeah. Great choice. Beautiful yeah. stuff. And then a really nice set piece where yeah. he's stabbing from underneath. You're like, I don't know how. The only, the only thing then like was, though, thing. she then kept lying down. Right. And kept her mass so much larger. Yeah. yeah. Bigger targets. Yeah. Stay standing. Yeah, you might get it in the foot, but your foot's little. Yes. I think the decision making slipped as the movie As it went through. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But I think that probably does happen, right? I don't know, Sean. I've never been chased by fatigue. Her. I think fatigue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Serial killer fatigue would yeah. set in, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would, but I, yeah. I also like that she was just fucking angry at them the whole like even once they sort of captured her she was just like yelling at them throwing that's the some- best way to do it remember yeah. when we did the strangers way yeah. back at the start and we were like maybe the best thing is if we just stand back to back in the middle of the room mm. and just get fucking angry yeah right sometimes you just got to get angry just charge it up yeah <laughs> mate yeah. Sean you got to fight I can just see it now. We're getting attacked, and I turn to you, Sean, and you're like, that's my secret, Tom. I'm always angry. <laughs> <laughs> and then I die. <laughs> well, that brings us pretty nicely to how would we do in this situation? So the, the issue is that the killers, like, even though our, mm. our heroes are smart and are reasonably clever in this, yeah. the killers are pretty switched on, too. They mm. do a lot of things right. They cut the tires, very isolated. Yeah, yeah. take the phones or the take rest the of Take the phones yeah. while they're asleep. Like, they don't just go in half-cocked. Mm. These killers... Uh, they're on. I will say this: they do want to. They do want to give their monologue, though. Like they could have just killed him in their beds. Yeah, correct, no worries. Correct. But they want to say, "Hey, remember Benji, whatever the kid's yeah. name was? You went to a party, yeah, during COVID, and you weren't supposed to." They only care about one girl, though. Yes, 
Because they do very much try and stab the other one when she's in bed. Right. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, that's right. The only one- cause Doesn't Miri DJ come in and stop just as they're like the big lunge right. and stabs the bed as she rolls out? Yeah, okay. But she wasn't at the party, so I don't. she's not why they're there. And DJ also wasn't at the party. Yeah. That's why they just kill him. I think he just got in the way and yeah. it was like, all right, you're dead. Get rid of you. I think yeah. she even says that, you know, that's just what's going to happen. Because mm. that's right. She's like, well, then let Miri go. And she mm. says- no, you're supposed to be isolating. Right, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's it's that thing if they do want their monologue. So they've come after us and they want a monologue. We we get let a monologue and then I I just think okay, here's the thing. Mm. They're just people. One of them's an old man. <laughs> One of them's an old lady. No, like he's not that old though. He's strong. Here's he's strong. Thing. Here's the thing. You yeah. know what they're afraid of? COVID. <laughs> oh, oh. So I can pretend to have a dry raspy cough. Yeah, well that was and actually a bit of a fever. Yes. They know that I I gave someone COVID. She does take her mask off though. Yeah, well they know she- they know she's got it, but she's Symptomatic, right? Because she obviously gave it to Benji. True. I was waiting for the moment where she like coughed or spat, spat on her, face yes, or spit, something amazing. Spit on him. Use ju- be- yeah, boys. We need to be grubs. We need to be big old grubs. Spit on them, they'll just freak out. And but that gives you the opportunity to yeah. well, one when they're freaking out. We got to get him first. Yeah, I don't think we give them the opportunity to monologue. Oh no! Once they monologue, they can just kill us. Right. It's true. So every time they out. every time they try to start, we just keep talking over them and talking yeah. over them and just keep doing that as yeah. long as we have to. Just keep spitting on them and coughing on them. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that's it. Maybe we just freak them Spit out. Spit on a slasher. Because it's it's early on in COVID when people didn't really know how COVID worked. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe maybe we just like convince them that we are really sick. Yeah. Just have weird They symptoms. start to freak have out. Have a fit. Have a fit. Yeah. They go, what the fuck's going on? While they're distracted, yeah. Damo and I beat the shit out of them. Yeah. I like that I'm filling my natural role yeah. by <laughs> pretending to have a seizure. <laughs> well, we can. We know she's very flammable. So even if we have like kerosene or something and every time we like spit, we're actually just spitting kerosene on them. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, just, we're drinking straight like, <laughs> like moonshine whiskey. Yeah, just, yeah, you know, yeah. Just spitting on them. That's, Light them that. up. Great. Then, then it's your friend Fire gets to come in and make the final. Uh, final I would play. love to. I think, yeah. I think if we if we actually do what our heroes do, mm. our final girls do, we, we're probably okay. Yeah. I think we don't go up to the attic though. That feels like a mistake. No, because yeah. it's kind of like what's the per- like. So they wanted to get up there to climb outside to then what? Like it's so I don't hard know. to well, get We'd already down. had one like, fall from the roof, so yeah. that clearly is not the best play. I think we this. go up to the attic, right? If we do up to the, we go up to the attic, okay, and we, we just to wait. Do it, right? yeah. There's only one way into that attic, mm. or they come through the windows, right? Where we we helms deep it, we let them come to <laughs> okay, us. Yeah, We're yes. in a defensible position. You know what? This is actually very fucking good. They got to come up that narrow yeah. staircase yeah. one, at, one a at a time. Bang! Push you down. Bang. You're down as long as we go up to the attic with weapons, mm. yeah. I think we. Do they have a gun? No, they don't. Knives. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fucking amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a win. Yeah. 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 Narrow yeah. staircase, helms deep. You've done it again. Thanks, boys. Peter so- Jackson. <laughs> He's on a roll. He's on a roll. So <laughs> well, that is all the skinny talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you're skinny listeners like our show would like to help us out, you can. It's really easy. You can just head over to patreon.com forward slash skinny boys. We can become a patron for just five bucks a month and get access to all our bonus episodes. We've got a bunch of stuff over there at the moment. We're doing small screen scares. We've got our RPG stuff and a whole bunch of other bonus good stuff. And I've also got another plug if you guys don't mind. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Damo, you do whatever you Great. sweetheart desires. Uh, so if you're in Melbourne, once a month I'm running a screenwriters club where we Ooh. go to the Nova over in Carlton, watch a film together, and then we go back to Story Studios Australia where I work to basically discuss and chat and have a great basic kind of do this kind of stuff. But as a group, it's a lot of fun. We just had our first one the other night and we watched Banshees of Inner Sheeran. Oh. It was a banger of a film. film. Broke me a little bit. Yeah. Had a good, very very lovely chat afterwards with everyone. What night of the week is that? So it's just the first Monday of every month. So, Lovely. yeah. 
And I've already forgotten what the URL is, but I'll put it in the show notes so you can get some tickets along to that one. Uh, So yeah, that's just my little plug. It's a lot of fun. Please do come. Otherwise, you can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys. Or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm at Orca Trade. Stay scared, everyone. I and our computers. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 